Good morning. This is Michael Stoller for the Stoller Real Estate Report on the Cats Roundtable. This morning, I have the king of retail leasing, somebody I've known for many years who's been very helpful to me in helping me find guests for my TV shows and just for market information. Jeff Roseman, a founding partner of the Newmark's retail division and a, a vice chairman, correct, of the, of the firm, Newmark & Company. So, Jeff, we were talking the other day, and I was a little surprised from your comments that you said retail is in favor. It's a favored asset today. I still remember when they said retail, walk away from it. Banks, no, no lending, nothing over there. What happened? It's it's interesting, Michael. It's been a, a a crazy ride. You know, probably about ten years ago, they were predicting the the, the demise of all retail. Online sales were going to destroy retail. Um, you had a lot of old chains that were sort of getting on in years that were losing customers, and so it was a perfect storm that people were so, sort of welcoming in the uh, the you know internet as as a way to shop. Um, I think as time evolved and, and people started shopping online seriously, you know, you realize that while it's good for paper towels and sneakers that you know, you know, you're not buying suits and clothing and jewelry and furniture and, you know, it's, it's pretty much a wild card when you're doing that. So retailers, uh, you know, you geared up a bit, the pandemic uh, sort of bloomed a whole new uh, group of people who wanted to build a better mousetrap, who said, I could sell eyeglasses better, I could sell croissants better, I could do, uh, you know, uh, teeth whitening better. And, and, you know, lo and behold, it's it's just been uh, incredibly... So, uh, with, with, with regard to that, you know, when you talk about the glasses, the eyeglasses... Warby Parker is a perfect example. They were an internet company, and today they're a major retailer. Correct. Um, I, you know, Amazon is a is a retailer, and and I think I think uh, all of the online retailers realized quickly that they needed a, another channel, and and people really wanted to go in and bond with with the brand and be able to, uh, you know, know know what they were getting into. So um, yeah, it's it's there are no. Uh, strict online retailers anymore. Everyone's got combination. Now, what with regard to the retailers, let, let's talk about the landlords. How has the world changed for a tenant? Because I knew before that you could get a great deal, a couple months free, a couple of years free, you know, and other improvements. What's what's the status today for a tenant? Well, for, you know, if if we talk New York City, which, I'm, we're talking New York City. Let's talk the five boroughs. Right. So so look, COVID was a was a disaster for everybody, obviously. So I think there were some retailers and restaurateurs that that saw COVID for what it was and knew that it was going to end and and were able to sort of make some incredible deals. There were there were great deals being done by the landlords who could afford to do them. You know, there are a lot of landlords who purchased properties in the past few years. They had to give back the keys when their tenants left. The, uh, the uh, you know, established landlords were able to make deals with retailers, giving them a couple years free rent, some TI, do whatever they had to do to get a, a live retailer in there. That's gone away. I mean, the, the markets have all come back. Um, you know, the, the, the lagging markets have been midtown and downtown from a retail standpoint. But, but over the past year, I'd say, those markets have come back as people come back to the office. 
Um, but, you know, there's not a market in the city right now or from a retail standpoint that is not flourishing. Now, you were talking to me also with regard to restaurants. What's happening in the restaurant world? Um, there's there's a lot of restaurants. Um, uh, you know, I think as as a way to get people back to the office, a lot of landlords have have welcomed restaurants in and are converting old retail spaces or bank spaces into restaurants. They are they are paying up for the right brands. I mean, SL Green is a prime example of someone who has made a lot of deals with restaurants over the past year or so. They realize it is a it's an amenity. It does bring people back to the office, and and it uh, it just is a feel good use uh, on the ground floor as opposed to maybe uh, a bank or a uh, uh, you know some other uh, bland retailer. Okay, <clears throat> with regard to Midtown, uh, let's talk about Fifth Avenue, Madison Avenue. Um, Madison has come back. Um, the past uh, two years have been a, a, a number of deals that have been done. The rents are approaching, um, you know, $1,000 a foot range, which is very strong. I mean, you know, again, a bunch of years ago during the pandemic, they probably dropped down to five, $600. Previous to that, they were, you know, 1500 to 2000 which was probably a little bit too high. It probably wasn't worth it. Um, but right now, Madison is a is a very desired street, and and where is it ending? Seventy Second Street. Well, there's different pockets. You know, you have your luxury south of Seventy Second, and then uh, then there's a sort of from Seventy Second to Eighty Sixth Street. There's al- it's almost two pockets. You know, one is a you know from from Seventy Ninth to Eighty Sixth Street is a residential area, high end residential area. You've got you know, a tremendous demand of, you know, the women's apparel stores and the athleisure stores and high-end bakeries, et cetera. So um, the, the, the whole street has what, been... What about the proliferation of the gyms? What's the status on the health clubs? Um, the health clubs are doing okay. Um, you know, there's a couple of new, new uh, brands in the city. Lifetime Fitness has, has taken a big bite out of the city. They've opened a number of stores. There are terrific... Uh, operation. Um, and, um, you know, you're still seeing some of the smaller fitness, whether it's the um, um, Pilates or the yogas and, um, uh, you know, and there's there's been a shakeout. There have been some that have, you know, gone away. And again, COVID, COVID really hurt a lot of those companies because people certainly weren't going into, you know, a, a small room to sweat with 40 other people. Uh, how is the Hudson Yards area and the Brookfield West area on the far west side doing in retail? I, you know, it's phenomenal. I mean, I think that, you know, what Vornado has done with both Penn Station and Moynihan Station are, is, are game changers. I mean, Moynihan Station, anytime I'm showing a retailer around that part of town, I walk them through both Penn and Moynihan just so they get a feel for sort of, you know, the transportation hub that takes you to this part of town. Um, Manhattan West has done a great job. Whole Foods is is always packed. There's a number of restaurants in there. It feels good. Um, those office buildings seem to be filled most of, you know, if, if not uh, five days a week, four and a half days a week. Is a, there's a real sense of energy. Right, and then there's also the fact that Wells Fargo 
took over the Neiman Marcus bit. Which is great. I mean, I, that's one of the highlights for us because it, it brings more people to the area. You know, we were hoping that they didn't put another department store in there because that's probably not what the area needed. There's enough retail there now. Hudson Yards has a lot of retailers. Now you have 3,000 or 4,000 people every day sort of eating and shopping in the area. Okay, with regard to that, what, what's your thoughts about the Macy's on 34th Street today? Uh, 34th Street is still an, a, a great street. Um, obviously, there's a lot of talk about what's going to happen to it. I, I, I'd be shocked if it ever goes away. I would also be shocked if one day it's not an office building on top of it. But um, Or a residential tower. Or a residential tower, right. But that market is still strong. Um, you know, 34th Street and that whole Penn Station area is, is still very in demand. Retail in uh, lower Manhattan, specifically the Oculus and in, in the other areas over there. I mean, the Oculus has struggled a bit. I think they shot high, very high end, and, and there's some, you know, flaws in, in sort of the, the, the traffic flows of it. Um, but, you know, we did a deal down at 28 Liberty with a movie theater chain, Alamo, that opened up 10 screens down there. They're doing phenomenal. You know, downtown has a great mix of residential and office um, and tourists. So it's, um, you know, the, the business is there. Um, broad, Broadway has the, filled speaking up. Speaking of that, Times Square, mm-hmm. what about Times Square is is back to where it was. I mean, the 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 tourist numbers. I, I thought I, I sixty two million. Yeah, I mean, it's probably higher than it was pre pandemic. I, I you know, for me, it's a tip off when I start getting calls from all the souvenir retailers. They're all looking to come back into New York City again and open stores. Um, there's a lot of tourists on the street. Times Square is great. I think it needs a little bit more retail. It's got a lot of food, a lot of restaurants, a lot of entertainment, um, and a little short on on apparel. Last question, the boroughs. How's retail doing in the boroughs? The boroughs are strong. The boroughs, like the Upper East and Upper West Side, benefited a bit from COVID because people were home more. So retailers wanted to be closer to where people were living. So the, the national food chains that never really wanted a veer from Midtown or downtown started going into some of these more residential areas. So, you know, Queens Forest Hills and Astoria and, and you know, Brooklyn Heights and Park Slope, they all benefited from, from people being at home. Staten Island? Staten Island, I think, is... is, is uh, Getting better. It's had some ups and downs. You know the, the Empire Outlets. Empire Outlets was taken over finally by by a new buyer, and it's a it's a wonderful property. And I think in the right hands will will be a uh, a win. Okay, I think people should go in the right hands of Jeff Roseman and his colleagues at uh, New Market Company. And thank you for being here. Thank See you, you next week. Appreciate it.